In this week's episode, I continue from last week and talk about the buyer's net sheet. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 35 of Real Estate Chat with Jason Z. I'm Jason Zwalik of the Zwalik Group with First Team and Christie's International Real Estate. And I'm here in sunny Orange County, California. I hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. Uh, Your Monday has started out well and you're ready to kill it this week. So I wanted to continue a little bit from last week. Last week I touched on a seller's net sheet or a seller's closing statement. Uh, And this week I wanted to talk uh, about buyers and the buyer slash borrower statement or the buyer's net sheet, if you will. So And again, just to kind of reiterate what we talked about last week, what these are, these are an estimated, the estimated costs that it will um, take for you to close escrow from a buyer side. And on the seller side, it'll tell you how much your, how many proceeds you're going to have once the sale goes through after all of your costs. So again, in, if you go back to episode 34, uh, I I touched base a little bit on what's happening with the seller side. So I want to take a minute just to talk about the buyer side. So when you get your buyer's net sheet or buyer statement, if you will, uh, again, it's estimated. So what I'm going to show you is what I'm going to talk about is just uh, what you're going to see, what you what, what you can expect. So you'll have the purchase price at the top where it says total consideration. That'll be your purchase price. And again, there's going to be two different columns. You're going to see debits and credits. Debits are the uh, amount that you are going to be owing and the credits are either an item that you've already paid or a credit that you're going to get and I'll explain to I'll explain to you exactly what that what those are so so the very top you're going to see something that says should say something along the lines of total consideration and it'll be the price that was the agreed upon price and that was uh, in this case the example that I have in front of me is seven hundred eight thousand eight hundred eighty dollars now the first step in the credit size you're going to see an EMD, which is your earnest money deposit. And that's the deposit that you made as a buyer when you went into when the contract was agreed upon. Typically, it's around 3%. So you'll see that number there. So whatever that number is, whether it's 10,000, 15,000, 1%, 2%, 3%, that will be in the credit side because you've already wired that to escrow. Escrow already has that. So it's considered a credit on your account. The next section you're going to see are prorations and adjustments. Now, these are going to be for certain items. So you'll see property tax, homeowners association dues, uh, so, and then um, and the, some of them will be debits, some of them will be credits. For instance, if you're doing the property taxes, if you're they'll do a little bit of a prorated uh, adjustment, and you may see a credit on there. Um, in this case, on the example I have, there's a hundred and two dollar credit. For the debits, if the homeowner association say is $300 a month and you're taking possession halfway through the month, you'll only owe $150. So that will be a, a debit, something that you owe. Um, in this one here, there was a seller credit towards buyer's closing costs. So if that's something that's been negotiated, whatever that is, that will show up as a credit. So we'll have that in there as well. So you'll see that uh, if they agree to $1,500 in closing costs, you'll see a $1,500 credit there. After the prorations and adjustments, we get into title charges, and this is very similar to what we had at uh, on the seller side, but you'll see different things he- through here. Now, the seller typically pays for title insurance for the buyer, and the buyer typically pays for title insurance for the lender. 
So uh, that's the way everything works there. If you're paying cash, then uh, you'll still have that uh, lender fee in, or that title fee in there. Um, but uh, yeah, so you just want to go through that. Um, and there's like different items here. You're going to see um, the endorsement, the deed recording fee, the mortgage recording fee, wire express fee, uh, messenger fee. There's all these different items that need to be uh, taken care of uh, in the title section. And those are all debits. So those are all owed by the buyer. Now escrow charges to first class to escrow charges to the uh, from the actual escrow company. That is your next. So you're going to see an escrow settlement fee. That is just the charge that escrow is um, charging you, and that is pretty pretty typical. And again, what you, when you're writing your contracts, you want to ensure your agent is saying each t shall pay their own escrow fee, not 50-50. Never do 50-50 uh, because you never know. Someone's escrow may be a little bit more um, a little bit more difficult or a little bit more, uh, there may be a little more work involved and it may actually be more and you don't want to pay for any of the other person, other side's escrow. So always each shall pay their own. Uh, lender charges. So typically on these estimated sheets, you don't see any lender fees. So if there are any lender fees, a loan origination fee or anything like that, you won't see that here because you really don't know what that is yet. And so you can't put them on it then on the estimated net sheet. When you close, you will see that there because that's when they're able to uh, actually take a look at that and, and see what's happening. Um, so you want to, uh, you'll see that number come in and that'll come in as a credit because it's actually the lender's, uh, fee. So it depends on how much you are bringing in. If, if your down payment say is 20% and your lender is, so you, your down payment is 20%, your lender will bring 80% in at this point. And that's going to come down as a credit because that's coming from the lender. Okay. Additional disbursements, you'll see home insurance. So you may have to have your home insurance uh, paid up front for the year, uh, just as a, a, in, a, in a reserve. Uh, we've got that as a thousand. Notary fee, uh, typically escrow companies will send a notary to your home and they come in to sign all the documents just to make it a little bit easier. Uh, so you'll have that. Um, the first month of HOA may be there as well. Uh, so if, you, if there's one or two HOAs, you're gonna have that in there. Okay, so now you've got a subtotal, and that subtotal will be um, X amount of dollars. So in this case, it was $713,801.75. Now remember that the purchase price was $708,880. Now the total owing is $713,801, roughly $5,000 more. Uh, so those are considered your closing costs. And again, remember, full disclosure, they do not include the lender's fees. Those may be added on um, because this is just an estimate. Um, in the credits, you've got your EMD or earnest money deposit that you put in, um, and you've got the money that's coming in from your lender. So whatever the difference is in that, so they would take that seven, the total here on the debit side, they subtract the total on the credit side, and that is the total that you would have to bring in um, to close escrow. So essentially what you're doing is if you if you have a loan and you're getting you're putting 20% down on that loan, you would have to bring in that 20% plus your closing costs minus any 
earnest money deposit that you put in. Remember, the earnest money deposit is part, essentially part of your down payment. So if you're putting a 17% down, you're essentially putting 3% down up front. Um, so just remember that. So and then your total, so your total numbers will all all pan out, will all work out, and then you'll close. So just a, a little bit of a reminder. This um, again. You have your debits, you have your credits. Uh, a lot, mostly on the buyer side, you're going to see a lot of the debits come in, and there are going to be some credits, like the earnest money deposit, uh, the any closing costs that the seller is willing to pay for, and then also if you have a loan, you're going to see on the credit side the new deed of trust to the lender, which is essentially how much money you're borrowing, and that that's because that's coming in from the lender, not from you. So these net sheets are really to show you how much money you need to bring in. Um, less the amount from the lender. So again, just remember that because that, that's where it could be a little bit confusing um, where you wanna look at like, so if you're looking at a $700,000 house and you are borrowing 20%, that's $140,000, the lender's bringing in the rest, uh, that four, 560,000, you're gonna see that 560,000 technically as a credit because it's coming in from the lender or whatever number, whatever number that is. So. So just a little food for thought. Um, hopefully this helps when you're out there, when you're getting these net sheets from your from your agent or from the escrow company. Um, as always, if you have any questions, let me know. Uh, I can also shoot you over a copy of a, a, an estimated one that we've done. It has no information on it, just kind of to show you what it's all about. Um, you can reach us at, uh, you shoot us a text or give us a call at 949-345-1183. Or shoot us an email, Zwolak, Z-W-O-L-A-K, at firstteam.com. We're always here to answer any of your questions. Uh, and as always, if there's anything that you want us to t touch base on or talk about in a future episode, I'd be happy to cover that. But, uh, yeah, so hopefully you guys have a killer rest of your week. If you have any questions, let us know. And uh, until next week, talk to you soon.